success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement Podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. So let's say we've done a really good job and we've been saving up for retirement, but it's spread across different plans. Okay, for example, I'm just throwing numbers out there. Let's say I have 100000 in a savings account. I have another 200000 in an IRA. I have a couple of 401ks with a decent amount. Damon, Matt, would it be beneficial to combine all of these assets into one portfolio or should I have multiple accounts? Well, one thing I would say is, again, if you have multiple accounts and so you're ignoring those accounts, like uh-huh. we, tell, we call them the orphan 401k. It's the, the $40,000 account that you had from your first employer. No one's paying attention to that. It's just stuck there. No one's watching it. If you have a bunch of those type of accounts, absolutely, you need to get those consolidated. But do you put everything in one bucket when you're actually building a retirement account and a retirement plan? I would say no. Again, you want to make sure that you're properly diversified. So again, if a certain part of your money needs to be invested in the stock market and you have a certain risk profile that you're going for, yes, obviously as much money can be consolidated in that account. It doesn't make sense to have 10 accounts that are doing the exact same thing. In fact, you'll you'll find that you'll get better performance. You'll be paying attention to a lot better if it is consolidated. But if not everything needs to be in that type of risk, maybe you choose that you want something in lower risk. Maybe you have some other strategies you're wanting to implement inside of your plan. That's what is really truly a financial plan because there's certain investments out there that are better at producing income. There's certain investments out there that are better at reducing risk. So maybe you're looking at adding some of those into your portfolio. To, to protect and to be able to generate some income that you might need to supplement your Social Security. So one thing I would say about all of that, though, is when you turn 72, you have to take what's called a required minimum distribution, where the government forces you to take money out of your accounts. And if you miss one of those payments, if you don't take enough out of it, then it's a 50% penalty. And so I had a client that came in. It was actually a referral. They were a prospective client that came in and they said, you know what, one of the reasons I'm here is I'm super frustrated because I found out that my mom, who's 83 years old, she's had this advisor and they messed up her required minimum distribution. And I found out I was looking at her taxes and looking at some of the things. And my mom ended up paying a 50% penalty because they missed one of her required minimum distributions. Cost her about 3000 bucks. And he's just like, I don't understand why that would even happen. And I said, well, you know, I mean, if you look at what your mom has, she has about four or five different accounts and they just, this one got missed. There's no reason why these shouldn't be consolidated and simplify this process so that mistake can be avoided. And so we're now working with him and with his mom's stuff to get things positioned properly. Diversification is something we've been taught since we were little. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, Mm -hmm. right? But there is the potential of over diversifying and just having a bunch of different accounts doing the same things. That's not really truly diversification. It's looking at your overall portfolio and making sure you've diversified things into creating income for safety, for growth, etc. and consolidating where you can, like Matt said, to be more simplified. And, you know, speaking of those 401ks that are out there, once you retire, you do typically want to get those changed over into an IRA. So they're now governed by the, the federal ERISA laws and they're not governed by the plan documents. We've have had clients in the past who have run into leaving something at a 401k and that person dies 
and it doesn't distribute like they want it to because they're still governed by that company's plan documents, which may not be tax advantage for them. As a spouse, you can inherit an IRA as if it's your own. Sometimes in a 401k, you may inherit your husband or wife's IRA or your, your husband or wife's 401k, but you may end up paying a lot of the tax over five years or even all up at front instead of being able to defer that over your lifespan. So there's some estate planning reasons to consolidate. There's definitely tax reasons to consolidate and, and, and efficiency with income and diversification and making sure you're building a plan that's going to provide you the safety and the income that you need throughout your retirement. Just out of curiosity, have you ever had a client come in with like eight 401ks and I've got like, you know, nine IRAs? Like, have you ever had somebody just with an asinine amount of, of different assets? <laughs> we have had some with, with quite a few and usually they're little tiny 401ks or, you know, things that are $5,000 here, $7,000 here, you know, for here, Here's the cool jobs. thing. I had a client that had that kind of mess. And again, we don't ever recommend this, but when I finally had them say, hey, go get all of your statements and they actually pulled up stuff, they realized that they had forgot about an account and they had a hundred thousand dollars more than they thought in retirement so for them it was like a great thing because they discovered this orphan account that had been long 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 forgotten and so occasionally we'll run into that but bottom line is you don't want that mess you want to consolidate that because just imagine taking required minimum distributions from eight or nine accounts and you have to mess this up and rmd says you have to take it from all of your accounts well, no, you have to take a total amount. So again, if you if your total accounts total up to you know five hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars, then you have to take a distribution equal to that amount that satisfies your distribution from all IRAs. Okay. So you don't have to take it from all or one, but but again, when you have that many, you're just asking for trouble. You're asking for the IRS to you know come knocking at your door and, and saying, hey, uh, you owe us a little bit more money because you messed this up. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.